York and Chapel presents Brands That Matter, the weekly podcast that explores companies whose products, policies, or practices make the world a better place. Now here's your host, John Rarick. All right, welcome back to another episode of Brands That Matter. Joining us today is Holly Miro Bench, Director of Vivint Smart Homes Charitable Foundation, Vivint Gives Back. They're doing some amazing work to help children with autism spectrum disorder, and we're really excited to have Holly with us today. Holly, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me, John. I'm excited to be here. So, Holly, before we get into Vivint Gives Back, you know, I'm sure plenty of folks at home aren't familiar with Vivint and love to just hear a little bit about the work you guys are doing there. Tell us about the brand. Yeah, so um, Vivint Smart Home is a leading smart home company in North America. Um, So we deliver an integrated smart home system um, with an in-home consultation, professional installation, and uh, support delivered by our smart home pros that are... uh, throughout North America, um, and and really, are, you know, we're just focused on, um, you know, smart home for the average family, so making it accessible to everyone. Well, I've got neighbors that have, um, that have your smart home technology in their homes, and, and everybody seems really, really uh, satisfied with the service, more so than satisfied, raves about it. So whatever you're doing, keep it up. Oh, <laughs> you will. Um, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised you have neighbors. We have 1.4 million customers throughout throughout North America, so it's bound to be one of your neighbors. It's not you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about Vivint Gives Back because I think yeah. that there are so many people out there who have been touched by autism in one way or the other, either with their own children, friends, family. And it seems to be at the forefront of the news right now. But I want to talk about a little bit about autism first. And I I know you've got some ideas here, but, you know, it's it's not a singular diagnosis, right? There there seems to be a a full range of of autism disorder symptoms that can affect children and, and adults. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, you know, when we first started um, getting into this field, I I heard parents say to me many, many times, if you've met one child with autism, you've met one child with autism. And so every child uh, and their needs are so different. Um, and and so I think it's, it's interesting as we've worked with these families, there are some similarities, but really... Um, every child is so unique in the challenges that they, that they face and the things that they're um, amazing at as well. So um, it's really been a privilege for me to get to know these kids um, and and figure out how we can best help them through smart home technology. So. Yeah, so let's talk about that. How, how are you helping them? What's the mission and, and how do you go about uh, serving that mission? Yeah, so... Um, just a little background on Vivint Gives Back. So Vivint Gives Back, like you said, is the philanthropic arm of Vivint Smart Home. Um, and we are completely funded through employee donations, and then the company matches those donations. Um, and and a few years ago, just about five years ago now, we decided, hey, we want to make a really deep impact in one cause. And um, so as we looked at what those causes could be, we had – a test program with smart home technology uh, with with families that have a child with autism. When we, when we first started that, I heard um, 
you know, very first, I, I heard a statistic that said parents of a child with autism uh, have the same stress level as a soldier in combat. And um, when I first heard that, I, I really was kind of taken back and, um, and not understanding. I was like, what? is that really, you know, is that really true? And as we got to know these families, man, every decision for these families, so many of them are life and death, so it makes sense um, that their stress level would be, you know, really through the roof. Um, and we had these families take a survey. Um, they rated their stress level at 827 out of 10, and then after having smart home technology in their home uh, for about a month and a half, two months, they rated their stress level at a 4.25. And that was such compelling data to us that we knew, okay, we have such an opportunity here to make a difference for parents um, and keep kids, keeping kids safe. Um, And, you know, we do that through a myriad of different things, you know, the biggest things are, um, you know, sensors on external doors, letting parents know which way to run if the kid gets out of uh, out of their home. Um, cameras allowing moms to take showers for longer than thirty seconds because they can set their iPad up and see what their child is doing. Um, you know, I, I think smart home technology plays such a huge role. Um, in providing peace of mind that these families maybe just have never had. Um, one of the very first families that I worked with, uh, their son was nine years old and uh, had pretty pretty severe autism, and he wandered from the home um, and would, in the middle of the night, try and go to the neighbor's homes at 3 a.m., and she called us after she had had the system installed, the mom did, and said, for the first time since my child was born, he slept in his own room the whole night, and we were able, my husband and I were able to sleep um, in our room because they had a sensor on their um, son's bedroom door that would let them know that if he wandered out of his room. So it's um, just this real peace of mind for these, for these parents, um, just really tangible results right away. So, Holly, this is a great example of, of you solving a problem for a very specific group in need with your product. You know, it's a function of your product. All these things you just mentioned are things that, that your smart home technology already does, and you've adapted it. So tell me, is that something where, was there an aha moment where you, where you were like, hey, this could really help families with children of autism, or did children or did families with children of autism come to you and say, here's how we're using the product? Uh, no, we had, I mean, we had that aha moment um, after we started this pilot group because we, um, we had a couple of our uh, team members within Vivint that had children with autism, and they had come to us and said, hey, I think this could make a difference. And we started started this pilot program to, you know, kind of test that theory with about 30 families. And that really, that data that came back for that, or from that, uh, really was that aha moment for us collectively that, okay, not only do we have the opportunity here, we almost have an obligation to help these families. Um, but oh, that's I, wonderful. I think, oh, sorry. The other thing that's been interesting is, you know, a typical security system, when I'm talking to families about what we do, typical security system is meant to keep people 
uh, from coming into your home and, you know, protect the inside of your home. The security systems that we're building with these families are to keep people inside your home and let you know what's happening inside. And so I think that's, um, that's been an interesting shift in mindset for our team um, to look at the building systems that way and customizing them. Well, that's great. And now, how do you engage with these families? Um, what's the process of identifying them so that you can help them out? Yeah, so we are, um, as, a, as a foundation, we're really active in um, the autism and the intellectual and developmental disability community. Um, one, of, one of the things that we're really passionate about, um, you know, at Vivid is making sure that our employees always have an opportunity to volunteer and get to know who we're helping. Um, and so, so really through community events that we put on um, and being a part of these community organi- organizations throughout really the world, but really North America, um, word of mouth has been how people have found out about what we're doing. So, well, That's great. And what's on the roadmap this year? So um, a couple of things that are uh, exciting is um, we we have humanitarian trips that we take um, employees around the world to go on. So we've got four of those this year um, that will serve a special needs population um, throughout the world. Uh, so we'll be visiting South Africa, India, Thailand, and Costa Rica this fall with about a thousand volunteers across, spread across those four trips um, and I think that's been that's been a really important initiative for us just um, because it, you know the special needs population uh, throughout the world is probably one of the most underserved and so we're able to go in and help um, help with that but we'll also continue to um, install you know security systems to keep kids safe uh, and then just a ton of community projects, making sure um, that we're providing exclusive or inclusive um, opportunities for these families uh, to get involved with. Holly, let's talk for a little minute about um, just the state of research around autism. What are, are there any new breakthroughs or is there anything new that the folks at home might not know about? I mean, we see so much in the news, but I know you're so closely aligned with what's happening. What's going on out there? Yeah, so I think the thing that I'm hearing um, right now that is the the hot topic that everyone is really um, trying to understand is that the transition into adulthood for individuals with um, intellectual or developmental disabilities like autism, um, and it's how how do we help these individuals transition um, and become productive members of society? How do we help them? in the workplace, um, how do we help them possibly live independently? Um, and so really those are the discussions that I'm, I'm a part of a lot is just that transition into adulthood as, as the population uh, with autism ages just a little bit. That's great. And, and do you have any recommendations? There's, there's people out there that might not have your technology, obviously. Um, what are some simple things that people can do just to make sure that their home is secure? And you talked about that. It's an interesting dynamic. Your company's job is mostly to keep people out of your house, and your efforts are sort of to keep track on what's going on inside of your house. 
what would I do if I didn't say have a, a smart home system in my home to, you know, what would be a good, good couple first steps to make sure that my home was secure for my child with autism? I think um, making sure that you have um, good locks in place. And I, I honestly, um, you know, the parents that are out there doing this every day with their kids, they know um, what works for their children to keep them safe. Um, and uh, one resource that I always, always direct families to um, is just the National Autism Association. Their focus is... Um, keeping kids safe. And so we've partnered a, a fair amount with them, but they have a ton of resources on their website um, to help help um, with those first steps. But like you mentioned, or we mentioned at the very beginning, autism is such a broad range of, um, you know, of characteristics and, and diagnosis that what works for one family is actually could hurt another family. And so I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily presume to, point out what those first steps would be, but I would point to a great resource um, in National Autism Association. Well, we'll make sure we put a link in the show notes to that site. Um, and I know you said that your organization is largely run by employee volunteers. Is is there also opportunities for other folks at home to get involved should they want to? Yeah, um, we, we always have um, opportunities to volunteer alongside our employees and then uh, we also have the opportunity for members of the community to donate with us as well um, and that's that's on our website um, vivantgiftsback.org and again we'll put links to the show notes there can can folks find you on social media as well they can um, we are really we're active on um, instagram and also on twitter as well um so those are two that we're really active on. That's great. Well, we we love the work you're doing for a number of reasons. First of all, j- just it, it's a group that needs help, but you're finding newer, new and innovative ways to make that happen. And this show is really all about brands like yours figuring out a way through either their products, their practices, or their policies to actually make the world a better place. You're a perfect example of you've solved a problem with your technology that probably no, nobody had thought of when they came up when the folks at Vivint came up with their great smart home products, I don't think this was something that came to mind right away, but presented itself and you seize the opportunity to really solve a problem for a, a, a large group of people in need. So for that, congratulations. That's, that's really remarkable. Thank you. Thank you. So again, we'll make sure everybody knows how to reach your group and to find out more about what's happening with you. But Holly Miro Bench from Vivint Smart Home Thanks so much for joining us. We'll make sure folks know about the great work you're doing at Vivint Gives Back. And again, thanks for being here today. Thank you. Join us next week for another episode of Brands That Matter. And please, leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about York and Chapel, visit yorkandchapel.com. 